Welcome back to the next episode of the Cruciform Life. I'm joined by Pat and Ben again, and we are glad to be back. Uh, today, uh, we are going to continue diving into the uh, personal testimonies, kind of getting a, more of a background of uh, Pat, is who's going to kind of be speaking today about his life, um, where God has taken him on his journey. Um, so Pat, I'm going to ask you the question is what caused you to come to the Lord? So I really have to give a lot of credit to my parents, first and foremost, who always had me in church, um, from the time I was young. Um, but I really have to give a majority of the credit to my wife who really helped me and guided me in showing me an understanding, giving me an understanding of, of what true biblical Christianity is and, and, and what it looks like. That's good. Um, you know, growing up, I, I grew up Catholic, as, as I mentioned in the first episode, and I thought I was saved. I, I, I didn't even really know what saved meant. I, I just knew that I was going to heaven, essentially, because I was a good person. Um, and, you know, I, I knew some basic understanding about God, um, but I did not love God. Yeah. Um, I, I, I knew about God, um, but I had no relationship with God. Um, I cared simply about baseball lifting weights and girls uh just being raw and honest with you guys um um, really what caused me to come to the lord um was my wife actually bringing me to my church that that i currently reside in now and i'm a member at and it was just time after time hearing the word um being convicted and my sin was i guess displayed to me it was shown to me in, in, in a way that i had never heard or or seen before the pastors at our church are gifted um and it was just the way in which it came across to me god used them to to basically display my sin to myself and and i learned who i really am and and that i need a savior yeah that's good pat i think uh there's so much value to to your story i think many people will uh will resonate and, and um recognize that in their own life uh what would you say in that in your life were pivotal moments that allowed you to grow into a deeper trust in 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 god and allowing your faith to um be the main driver of your life in those regards so yeah um really throughout my walk um really what has been a pivotal moment or a kind of culmination of pivotal pivotal moments in my walk where I've really grown is really understanding where everything flows from. And that is a true thankfulness for Christ and what he's done. Mm. Yeah, um, that's good. That's so good. That has been where the most amount of growth has, has happened because I came to that true realization. It wasn't just spoken to me. I actually ingested it and actually could grasp it. And, and because of that, that is really what has caused my growth. Um, the most growth for me as, as in my walk, um, that everything flows from that first, um, you know, realizing that, that good people are not always God's people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, um, another moment for me, it, it could seem very simple, but like another moment for me was the first time that I met my father-in-law. Um, yeah. <laughs> yep. He he's uh, a deacon uh, at a, at a Pentecostal church. Um, 
not not one that I attend, but um, a lot of wisdom, guy, man of God. Uh, I told him, the first thing I told him was that I am Catholic. And what he said to me was, I don't care about denomination. I care about the Bible. And that right there really, it was simple, but it got me to think in a different sort of way, I guess, um, what the truth really is. Yeah. Um, and that kind of, those two, those two things kind of really, uh, I guess, sparked my growth um, in my walk with God and it, something that's still on my heart now. Another pivotal moment in my life would be, um, you know, going through a difficult relationship or um, a difficult time in a relationship. Um, you know, when I compare my struggles to a lot of people I personally know, I don't feel like I've really had a lot of adversity in my life. Um, you know, uh, other than the day-to-day struggles of, you know, work and, and life and trying to be, um, you know, a man of God, I mean, I haven't, I don't consider myself as having, you know, as comparing to you, Mike, like difficult moments in my life. Um, however, there is one um, instance where um, it was my fiance at the time who didn't want to get married to me. Um, didn't know that this would cause for probably the biggest growth in my life as a Christian. Yeah. Um, did not see it at the time um, while I was going through it. Um, it's probably my greatest suffering, uh, but it produced the most amount of growth in me, I think. Amen. Um, Amen. She essentially recognized that I loved her more than I loved God, and it was for my own good, and I didn't realize it. Um, because, obviously, like that is what culture tells us, right, guys? That she is our everything. Yeah. That... Um, she's supposed to be her everything and that, um, that is what you live for essentially. Right. Um, however, um, you know, long story short, um, this is the person I am now married to. So God did bless, um, did bless, um, the situation in the end, but it was a kind of a long time, um, before, um, it was able to, to turn into that. Um, we went through a lot of, uh, difficulty together. I did, um, and just realizing how, um, how important it is to make God a priority above everything else yeah. in life. Yeah. And, um, not just saying that or confessing that, but actually believing that and applying that in my life is, is what I needed to do. Yeah. Um, and thank God that that happened. Um, I remember sitting in, in one of our pastor's offices, um, explaining to him, um, that, um, our relationship had never been better, uh, as a result of, of, of me doing that, of both of us doing that, but particularly me putting God first. So through that experience, I realized, um, that God is clearly causing me to rely on him more and trust him through every situation. Um, you know, it's said all the time, I feel like in our circles, in our church, that when we, when we go through suffering or we go through difficult times, we either get bitter or we get better. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm not trying to say that I'm perfect and go through suffering well because I don't. There are still times when I get frustrated, impatient, angry when I go through struggles, but I'm a work in progress and I really always will be. Um, We obviously don't enjoy going through trials and suffering, but um, I tell guys in my Bible study, sometimes I get scared when I go through times that are good and times of blessing. Um, I just hope that there's always growth happening, um, you know, and that I'm still relying on God um, even during those good times um, because those times I've come to realize that it can, it can actually be more dangerous. I think when everything is going well and you know, that doesn't mean you go it on your own and you don't have to rely on God. Uh, You almost get used to the comfort. Exactly. So what would you say is a moment in time in your life that was a great time that allowed you to get closer to God? Um, I would say when my daughter was born, I really, truly, it's said all the time, I think, when you become a father or when you're about to become a father, when you have your first child, you understand God's love for you. Yeah. Yeah. So when my daughter was born, I really was able to kind of get a better perspective on, on God's love for me. So, you know, it's it's really awesome to hear all this, Pat. And it's I think that, I guess, one side of you that, you know, maybe Mike might not have seen you know, in-depthly was being able to be a partner with you in launch um, and um, to see the way that you've grown from when you first came in till now. And, you know, I think that one thing that the average listener might not understand about you is that you're a very quiet um, passive, not in a, you know, bad way, but you're just a quiet humble dude who you know you you love the things that you love and you're just a super awesome friend but one of the things that I feel like I've gotten to see on such a deep personal level with you is your leadership really kind of sprout and grow and and take off to you were someone who came in at you know in our middle school ministry and you were you know, active with our, you know, our small groups and engaging the kids, but it seemed like sometimes that was enough for you, but it ended up spurring, whether it was that time right after your daughter was born to, um, you know, causing you to go deeper because you realize that there's another person at the table that you've got to, you've got to lead. But I can say that from the time of when you first came in till now, you know, I've seen you preach you know, you've, you've preached in our middle school ministry and you did an awesome job. And I feel like you can easily tell and easily see that God's word has truly captivated your heart. And, you know, it's caused you to really step up, you know, and and I look at you as a right hand man in Bible study. And, you know, it's when I don't know what to say or I, I'm like, man, I really don't want to lead this off. Like, I know that Pat's probably got something. And, you know, I the it goes back to what Mike says a lot of times where it's about having the word of God written on our heart. And I, you can see that you are truly digging in and diving into the word of God and yeah, into totally. theology and um, 
Thank God you're not an Arminian. Just kidding. Um, but you know, <laughs> I, it's you know, it 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 really you can see there's just so much growth in everything that you're doing that yeah you know from i'm thinking of when you're you're talking about your father-in-law first meeting you and saying you're saying like well i'm i'm catholic and him saying i care about the bible like you being able to sit there and say now probably like well let's talk about it you know let's yeah. let's let's get into it let's let's yeah. let's talk about this awesome god that we serve and you know i just want to encourage you man it's been awesome to walk it out and i, I think that, that you know God's done a a lot of things in your life and maybe you could talk about where God has, you know, specifically started to speak to you about things and and to try and teach you things and maybe you could speak about those things to us and you know go into that a little bit. Yeah, I appreciate that Ben. Thanks for sharing that. Um I really think a lot of growth has has lately has occurred in my life as a result of submitting to him no matter the situation. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I, in fact, I, I said this to my wife earlier today um, and it could be wordy. So I, I want to take my time in saying this, um, but I just want to share it. Um, I said to her that when, in regards to suffering and going through trials, I said, God doesn't change when our circumstances change, mm. but he changes our circumstances when he wants to see a change in us. Mm. That's good. Yeah, that's really good. That's good. That's knowing God and being in a relationship with him. I think me realizing that and actually taking that to heart and applying that has ultimately caused the most growth in my life, in my walk. Um, You know, Romans 5 says, We rejoice in our sufferings knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Um, I think a key distinction that a lot of people missed that I missed initially, um, and I still always don't get it right, but suffering doesn't necessarily, it's, it's not a tool to make us a better version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people miss the fact that it's, it's for us to look more like the character of Christ. Yeah, totally. And when we get that, there's no telling where God can take us. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Because it strips out the pride. Yeah. It strips exactly. out the it strips out the selfishness of of us, you know, thinking that like we are contributing to this. You know, we don't we don't contribute really anything at all. It's exactly. it's it's God working through us and teaching us and you know, not to harp on things that we've talked about, but discipline is a good thing. Yeah. You know, for and sure. it's it's something that we should we should truly enjoy because when we see it, just what you're saying, when our eyes get open to what it actually produces, mm-hmm. you know, it, it it's beautiful. Yeah. So where do you feel like, you know, leading from that, you know, and just kind of wrapping this up a little bit, where where do you feel like Mike talked a lot in the, the last episode about how do you feel like everything that you've kind of gone through and everything that you're currently going through and growing and all that, how does that shape your outlook right now? Where do you feel like, you're seeing the trajectory of what you see and how it, how does it look like compared to our current culture? So, so similar to like what Mike shared in, in the last episode is I, I want to say it again, he hit the nail on the head when he said we have a hope and and that is the, the difference. Like, you know, my outlook on the world is that Jesus has already conquered the world. Yeah. Um, Amen. I wish I could live like that daily, but sadly culture does get in the way sometimes. 
um, just being honest. Um, I know that to be true, but um, truly living by that, you, you know, is, is difficult even as a Christian. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I'm constantly having to remind myself of, of the bigger picture, um, comparing this life with eternity with God. Mm-hmm. It can't be compared. I, I have to remind myself that um, I get to be in God's story. It's it's not about right. me. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Bible isn't a feel good story on how to be successful in in our own life. Um, it's a it's about Christ and and how God saved the world through Him. Um, yeah. You know, as Christians, our outlook is different in that we realize that our sole purpose on this side of eternity is to glorify God. Mm. Culture, culture tells you that you're here to glorify yourself, essentially. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and just realizing that that we can't save ourselves. Um, yeah. That Christ had done it for us. Right. That's the difference between us and somebody of the world. Um, salvation is a free gift given to us by the grace of God. Um, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God not a result of works so that no one may boast mm. for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them says Ephesians two. Amen. We as Christians have an ultimate joy. Uh, like Mike said, also um, we already know the outcome. Yeah. So we are told by God that, that we are going to be persecuted and we're going to suffer in this life. Um, the life of a Christian isn't meant to be easy. Culture tells us that everything in life is supposed to be easy, especially here in this country that we live in. Um, I was saying to you guys a couple weeks ago, um, I don't know how I ever went through life before I was saved. <laughs> um, yeah. The hope I have in Christ and the fact that we won't, we won't just be in heaven someday, but the fact that we will be with God. Right. Um, yeah. That can't be compared to anything else. Yeah. No. So good. So true. So good. Yeah, Pat. I loved everything that you said, man. That was, that was great. I, I resonate even with a lot of the things that you said, and um, yeah, I, I I'm encouraged by what you had to say, Pat, and um, I'm encouraged with your story. I'm thankful for your friendship and um, just your your constant pursuit after God, and um, I'm thankful to get to do life with you. So. Um, that's going to do it for this episode. We'll pray and then we'll see you back next week and hear from our good friend Ben and his personal story. So, Lord, we just tell you that we love you. We thank you uh, for your goodness, for your mercy, for your kindness in our lives, God. Lord, we thank you for your constant pursuit of us. Father, Lord, we just thank you for this friendship, this group of guys, Lord. We thank you for Pat's story and his continued story, Lord, as you continue to pursue him, Father. Lord, we thank you for this time. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.